How can we connect with nature in the 21st century, including technologically? What influence does the natural environment have on our health and well-being? Are certain worldviews more conducive to preserving nature than others? And what can we learn about ourselves from observing the natural world? Hello and welcome to the People and Nature podcast, where we will be exploring answers to questions like these and more as we try to understand how people relate to and interact with the natural world. My name is Chris McCormack. I work for a nature connection charity called Remember the Wild, and I'll be your host and perhaps more accurately your travel companion as we journey together to try and understand the endless complexities of human-nature relationships. I have two broad reasons for producing this podcast. The first relates to all of us and our relationship to the planet. And the second is more selfish and speaks to my own interests and motivations. So let's first discuss the broader context of this series. If you've decided to download and listen to a podcast titled People and Nature, you're probably not ignorant to the state of the natural world you'll be aware of the impact humanity as a whole is having on global ecosystems. We're changing and have changed the climate. We're polluting the air and our oceans. We're cutting down forests, replacing mudflats with factories and erasing species after species after species from the planet. And while this podcast is not about the environmental crisis per se, these issues obviously inform the context of our discussions. Meanwhile, the COVID-19 pandemic has, at least in my part of the world, resulted in restrictions on movement and people's ability to access natural areas. The summit has also revealed tensions in the way we live and work and raised broader questions around humanity's place in the biosphere. Even before lockdowns, people were spending increasing amounts of time indoors, on their screens, disengaged from nature physically, mentally and emotionally. Discussing our relationship with the natural world and exploring different perspectives, new and old, has surely never been more important. Now, all of this interests me deeply and is perhaps motivation enough for any series like this. 
but I also have far deeper personal reasons for producing this series. My identity as a person is deeply tied up in the idea of nature and my relationship with it. I have always loved animals and the bush, and my career and education reflect this. But more to it, the way I try to live my life often comes back to questions around how one should live in relation to the natural world. It's a huge part of my sense of self, and yet the older I get, the more questions I have, and the less confident I feel in the answers I have found. I don't believe there is any one way to relate to nature. Rather, I am endlessly curious about the ways in which we might do so, and in discovering ways that might work for me, as well as the world that I love. By virtue of my work, studies, and interests, I have access to a whole bunch of fascinating people with fascinating perspectives on this subject. This series is really just a good excuse for me to have the conversations with these people that I really want to have. And what's more, it's an awesome excuse to reach out to people I'm not yet connected with to listen to points of view I haven't had the privilege of hearing. I don't think for a moment that I am unique in wondering about these things or wanting to explore them. And so I figured there will be others, like you perhaps, who want to have these conversations as well. This is a journey for me as much as it could be a journey for you. And we can learn and grow together as we explore the myriad ways that people and nature interrelate. And if there are topics or perspectives that you're particularly eager to know more about, then you can let me know at panpodcast at rememberthewild.org.au. Now, before we get started, it's important that you know a little about me and where I'm coming from. Throughout this series, I'll be trying to offer diverse interpretations on diverse topics about how we as humans connect, engage and commune with nature. But I'm just one person, and though I may contain multitudes, I have lived my life as a white male raised in what is today a Western nation, the nation of Australia. You can probably tell from my voice. And like any person, my perspective on things has been shaped by my environment and the culture to which I belong. It has also been shaped by my field of study and, of course, my personal experiences. So it's important that you know who I am so you can account for that in your listening and interpretation of things and recognise the limits and constraints of my own viewpoint. So who am I? Well, I'm a white guy. I grew up in rural Victoria in Australia I studied zoology and marine biology in my undergraduate, and I did my Masters of Science in Zoology. I was raised Catholic as a descendant of Irish immigrants to Australia, though I no longer prescribe to any particular religion or believe in any particular deity. In other words, I'm a secular Westerner, and that's an important part of the filter that I put on the world. 
Indeed, even discussing the concept of nature, treating it as a construct in and of itself, removed from the subject of people, is a very Western thing to do. As I mentioned, I work with Australia's first dedicated nature connection charity, Remember the Wild. I'm also a co-convener of the People and Nature Alliance, which is a community of practice for academics, policymakers and practitioners whose work relates to improving and understanding human-nature relationships. And certainly this podcast will draw heavily on my relationships from within that community. Currently, I'm undergoing a PhD in conservation psychology. I'm a filmmaker and, to a lesser extent, I guess a podcast producer, My professional and academic interests focus strongly on the idea of the extinction of experience. The contention that parts of humanity, particularly the West, are increasingly disconnected from nature and that this disconnect is implicit in the environmental problems we are experiencing. I live off-grid in the central goldfields region of Victoria, in what many people would consider the bush. My partner and I live on 20 acres of eucalypt forest, surrounded by more forest and also farmland, in what is the traditional lands of the Jar Jar Warring people. On the property, there are some 50 species of native bird, like brown tree creepers, and during winter, the endangered swift parrot. There are several species of native mammal, like sugar gliders and yellow-footed antichinus, several reptiles, including stumpy-tailed lizards, and a whole bunch of frogs and insects and spiders and scorpions and much, much more. We love this because we love animals and we love plants and we feel immense joy at being able to share our lives with these other beings. Anyway, that's a little about me and who I am. I'm a secular person who is raised in and belongs to a Western culture. Given that, I will be doing my best to use this series to put forward a whole range of perspectives and ideas that go beyond my personal beliefs and views. And I'll be trying to ensure diversity in two forms. That is through subject and through perspective. I'll be trying to canvas diverse areas of interest and study as well as diverse frameworks and interpretations of those areas. For example, we might discuss the subject of mindfulness and mindfulness meditation in its relation to communing with the natural world. That's the area of interest. But in terms of the perspectives on this topic, we might speak to an environmental psychologist who does experiments to observe the effects of mindfulness on people in nature, but we might also speak with someone coming at the subject from its Eastern philosophical and religious roots, like a Buddhist monk. Now, I hope as this series develops, I will be able to expand the gamut of people and perspectives that we hear from, but I want to acknowledge that while I'll be doing my best to offer diversity, my most immediate relationships are with Western people who tend to come from a Western science perspective. Having said that, I can say with some certainty that you'll be hearing from not only social scientists and ecologists, but also artists, writers, explorers, and even just people who live their lives in ways that express deep and interesting connections with nature. 
we will have profound discussions with first Australians, as well as new arrivals to this country. We will be awed by the effects of nature on our psychology and physiology. And we will be inspired by those who show us new ways to act, think, feel and live in relation to the planet. While my voice will be a consistent presence throughout the series, I aim to ensure my guests are the primary voices you hear. Sometimes the episodes of this series will be conversational. Sometimes they might tell a story. The format of each episode will reflect the material and themes covered and their length and style will change accordingly. If you're familiar with Remember the Wild's other podcast series, Look at Me, produced with the Australian Conservation Foundation and Guardian Australia, then you can expect a bit of a different tone from this series. While I don't intend to make this podcast overly serious, it won't have the same banter and humour of Look at Me. Throughout the series you will hear natural sounds like birdsong and the galahs who are coming home to roost right now. Much of this will be recorded on our own property and at times I will allow for interludes of this audio to provide some natural respite from the conversation and give you a moment to connect and reflect. I hope you enjoy listening to these conversations as much as I enjoy having them. And remember, you can join the discussion on our website or social media. Thanks for listening.